0: Hello and welcome to Chapel Chats. I am the Rev. Dr. Hannah Adams-Ingram, your chaplain and your host. Today is one of our devotional episodes. These devotionals are rooted in the Christian faith, but you are invited to tune in regardless of your religious background or identity. These devotionals will always connect back to the lived themes of our life, and offer ways to think about our values and the problems we face in the world. So, beloved community, I invite you to find a way to center yourselves for our time together. Whether that's through walking or by getting cozy in a favorite chair with a cup of tea, wherever you are on life's journey, you are welcome in our chapel chats. Today's scripture reading is a childhood favorite, and it's easy to see why. We have the story of a man who was so short he couldn't see over the crowds, so he climbed a tree in order to see Jesus. It's fun. It's whimsical. Today, though, I want to go explore a bit of the context of Zacchaeus' story. And then we're going to talk about how important relationships are in a life of faith. I'll share some thoughts on loneliness in the time of COVID and why reaching out to others, even in creative ways, is important now as ever. So let us take a deep breath, listen to the story, and then hear more.
1: Hi, my name is Kirsten and I'm a senior on the religious life team. A reading from Luke chapter 19 verses 1 through 10. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd he could not, because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him, because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began to grumble and said, He is gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost.
0: Oh Zacchaeus, you may be a man short in stature, but you loom large in the realm of best redemption stories. It is important to note that in these days, tax collectors weren't just disliked because they literally collected taxes, but often tax collectors were oppressive in their collections. They would take for Rome, and they would take for themselves. But in this story, we have a tax collector who is so excited to see Jesus that he climbs a tree to get a better look. I wonder what must have interested him so. I wonder what he had heard about this man, Jesus. The crowd he was in would have been filled with people who hated Zacchaeus, who did not want him around. That's probably another good reason to climb the tree, come to think of it. So what did he hear about Jesus? It's believable that he had heard that Jesus was a man who welcomed all that spoke of a kingdom unlike the one they were living in, that offered hope and healing wherever he went. I wonder if Zacchaeus felt trapped in his way of life, like he had discovered the emptiness of participating in an abusive system. Could he, like Finn in the latest Star Wars trilogy, Have experienced the lure and invitation of a better life? Of a life that worked not for the empire, but instead for the poor and marginalized? Is this why he wanted to see Jesus? Is this why he climbed a tree? He climbed a tree to see Jesus. Could he imagine that his life could be different than the way he was living it? And in fact, his life did change, but not because Jesus told him to change, but because Jesus reached out in relationship to him. Jesus said, Zacchaeus, please come down. I'm coming to your house to stay. What must Zacchaeus, the bully of the playground who is probably isolated from others, Due to his own participation in a cruel system, what must Zacchaeus have experienced in that one invitation for connection? The man Jesus, that everyone wanted to be near, was reaching out to him, not to preach, not to heal, at least not explicitly. Jesus was reaching out to connect, to visit, to be in relationship. If you've ever been Zacchaeus in a tree, watching everyone else from afar, you know how profound and powerful that invitation to connect is. That invitation changed Zacchaeus's life. He changed that day. He not only repented by saying, oops, I shouldn't have done that. He reconciled by promising to pay reparations to those he had harmed fourfold, four times what he had taken, he was going to return to help heal the damage done. What a day for Zacchaeus. Because he was invited into relationship. Because Jesus invited himself over to his house. Friends, relationships matter. We crave connection. And connection is our best hope in becoming better people. Accountable to fair treatment and reconciliation with one another. Without relationship, we are cut off. And when we are cut off, we are more prone to hurt one another, to use one another, to stay apart. And of course, there were people in the story that were mad that Jesus chose relationship with Zacchaeus. They were mad that Jesus would choose him, a sinner, to spend time with. They judged Zacchaeus to be worse than them. And they are grumbling because Jesus is including him in his circle. Isn't that just like people? Cranky and particular about who gets to be in and who has to be out. Jesus was always annoying people by who he hung out with. It should really make us think about the boundaries we make between people. Jesus pushes us to be in relationship with all kinds of people. And it's because relationship changes hearts. Relationships, real intimacy, calls out the best in us. We are meant to connect with each other. The Christian faith has relationship at its core. Consider the Trinity, that is, the idea that God is three in one. God is creator, Christ, and spirit, or traditionally father, son, and Holy Spirit. This concept is meant to describe that God is relational, even within God's own self. What a beautiful, confusing mystery. God isn't alone, and God doesn't want us to be alone. And yet, in 2020, relationships are particularly difficult, just like everything else, right? People report feeling more isolated because we've needed to protect each other through physical distance. We are meant to connect, to affect each other through a relationship. But we are struggling right now. Jesus just yelled to a man in a tree that he was going to crash at his place tonight. But we need to be more careful about that right now. No inside parties for us right now, right? No yelling to men and trees that we're going to their house tonight. If you are feeling lonely right now, ironically, you're not alone. A New York Times article last week described how socially awkward many people were feeling after an extended time of sheltering in place and amidst higher anxiety about getting sick. And part of the problem is that we actually crave different types of relationship. So even when we do see people in our lives, We can still feel lonely if we don't have our different social needs met. Dr. Vivek Murthy describes three types of relationship that people need. These three for him are one, intimate slash emotional relationships, two, relational slash social relationships, and three, collective relationships. The first one, intimate or emotional relationships, refers to our need to have someone we can share our more private thoughts with. Sometimes this is a significant other, but it can also be a best friend or a close family member. The second, relational or social relationships, refers to our need to have quality friendships. These are people we can laugh with, share stories with, hang out with, have fun. And third, collective relationships refers to our need to have a network with whom we share purpose or mission. These could be groups or organizations or churches, small groups, large groups, just people that we feel like we share a purpose with. If we are missing any of these, we can experience loneliness. So here's my suggestion, dear ones. We have to figure out how to feel connected with each other. Relationship matters. If you have felt lonely, I wonder which category of relationship you might be missing more right now. Is it that you haven't found someone to share more intimate thoughts and reflections with? Perhaps you're missing out on having fun with people, but maybe you're missing a sense of larger connection to people who care about similar things than you do, like a church or club or organization. Reflect on what you're missing, what might be making you feel lonely, and then use your resources to seek it out. If you're missing the social piece, and you are saying no to every offer to get together with people, you might have to rethink your strategy. If you're missing the sense of being a part of something bigger, you may have to explore groups of shared interests. If you're missing an intimate connection, you may have to invest in close friendships so that you can share at a deeper level with another person. None of this is easy in 2020, but we have to adapt. It might mean we need to spend more time outside with people where we are less likely at at risk of transmitting COVID. We may need to use technology in ways that don't feel like perfect connection, but work for now, we might have to compromise. We may need to draw our circles wider to include people who haven't been included before, just as Jesus did with Zacchaeus. We need to be open, creative, flexible, and dedicated to making it work. Beloveds, we are meant to be in relationship. Relationship changes us for the better It is my prayer today that we continue to find ways to connect with one another, trusting that our relationships have the power to call out the best in one another, and in doing so, heal a hurting world. Amen. Friends, there's loneliness, and then there's loneliness. If you are feeling lost and alone, please reach out to your resources on campus. You can reach out to me as the college chaplain, or you can reach out to the Counseling Center. September is Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month. If you are in crisis and in need of support, I encourage you to find the Suicide Prevention Lifeline or Trevor Project online. They have text lines that can be reached 24 7. You are not alone. I want to thank one of our new podcast producers, Abigail Larkin, for her work on this episode. The artwork for this podcast is by religious life intern Riley Jones. The music for this podcast is High Ride by Blue Dot Session. Please share this episode with your communities and tag us on social media.